0: 6 to 7 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you and a very good uh, evening and thank you for staying with us on SAFM Sport On and for uh, well for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Sport On uh, with me Tabiso Musia, Liyolom Kalipi and Katleko Mudiba are producing and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer this evening. It is Flashback Fridays so which means we have a guest for most of the hour in studio as we celebrate our sporting stars of years gone by while also looking back at historic moments in South African sport. Last week we were Overwhelmed by the reaction for Mr. Teenage Lala, a Kaiser Chiefs legend now working for My Melody Sundowns of course and we've learnt a lot from that show about Teenage uh, Lala there and the podcast is up on IONO uh, if you wanna if you did miss that show. Tonight we have one for the road running community Uh, we have previously spoken to the likes of Zola Bard and Elana Meyer and those podcasts are also on IONO by the way. Uh, Tonight we are joined in studio by a former long distance runner a man who won the 10,000 meters at the SA National Champs nine times, including six in a row between 1985 and 1990. He won the SA Half Marathon twice, including a record time uh, also there, uh, which stood for nearly 12 years. He also went to the 1992 and 1996 Olympic Games. He won the 1993 Berlin Marathon. He was part of the golden era of South African road running in the mid-80s and was involved in various battles with his peers at the time. He's also a 1988 South African Sports star of the year. It is none other than Mr. Kolile Yawa, who is our guest on Flashback Fridays tonight. As we always ask of you listening, please feel free to call us at any time uh, to share some memories about Kolile Yawa. We also want to educate uh, the young ones, of course, about our sports stars of year But before we speak to Mr. Yawa, we also want to pay tribute uh, to a fallen hero of South African sport who goes down as probably one of the country's greatest sports stars of his generation, and that is the legendary horse dynasty, the son of Fortwood, South Africa's multiple champion stallion who succumbed to illness following a recent operation uh, for colic. He was 19 years old and uh, died on uh, Sunday, was it? We, we received the news uh, early hours on Monday morning. So we're going to start with that before we speak to Mr. Kolile Yawa. So please feel free to call us on 891 104 and we take WhatsApp voice notes on 061-4104. Uh, one oh seven, and we also take SMSs on uh four oh nine three eight. That's four oh nine three eight for SMSs, oh six one four one oh four one oh seven. Uh, for WhatsApp voice notes that we take, and you can call us on oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven.
1: Hashtag safm sport on.
0: So let's start the show by paying tribute then to Dynasty, South Africa's multiple champion stallion who succumbed to illness following a recent operation for colic. As I mentioned, he was 19 years old, the sire of 25 individual grade one winners. And uh, he was South Africa's Equus Outstanding Sire four times, 2010, 2014, uh, 2015 and 2017. And along with his own sire, Fort Wood, he was the only stallion in SA history to produce three horses of the year in Irish Flame, Legislate and Futura. He won nine, um, 19 Equus Awards in a total and he won 9 races including that famous 2003 Deben July where he came from draw number 20 to win it there. That is the legendary uh, dynasty and we put a call through to another legend of the racehorsing community uh, Pierre Stridom, the man called known as Stryker the Jockey and we thought we should get Pierre Stridom's thoughts on the passing of dynasty. Dynasty was
2: one of the horses we um, he came on the scene, he, he was like a superstar. Um, he very quickly uh, showed his, his ability and his um, uh, his class, and um, also very quickly uh, was uh, entered in the Derwent Elias. And over a very short period, he showed how good he was. Mm. He ended up um, running in July. Uh, I I never ever rode uh, to Misty, but when I, I raced against him, he just looked like a, you say, bolt of horse racing, you know, he, he was a, a lovely-looking horse, and um, when I raced against him, he knew um, that he'd taken on um, a top-class racehorse. Mm.
0: And and what made him such a top class race horse? A lot of people talk about his temperament and his ability. For you, what would you say?
2: Yeah, well, when I, when you look at him, he looks like a, a true uh, athlete, and um, so I, I never raced uh, or never rode in uh, a yeah. but I raced against him, and I remember when I rode in the, in the Derby in July. That I finished second and Dynasty won the race. And um, I wrote a very, very good horse called uh, Yard On. He, he won uh, the Queen's Straight in Cape Town. He was, a, he was a top horse. And I finished second. But the horse that beat me was Dynasty. And I remember on the day, Dynasty was called three wide all the way. So he obviously had to go um, a lot wider than, than the rest of the field. Uh, not not any fault of the jockey because he was drawn very wide, yeah. but it's very seldom that you see a horse that can race very wide all the way around the gravel race track and still able to win. And um, when I when we finished in July, I, I, I was like, unhappy because I finished second. But afterwards, when I, when I looked at the race and I realised that how good dynasty he really was because he, he raced three wise from a bad draw mm. all the way around and still managed to win the the, the Durban July quite easily. You, you have to say to yourself, this is a top horse that beat you.
0: If I remember correctly, that was the 2003 at Deben in July where he was drawn at in draw 20. Would you say that's one of his best wins or his best win?
2: It has to be his best win because... Um, you know he's uh, won some top races and he's raced against his own his own age group, but in the Durban July, he's taking on on, on the best of all, all ages and everyone wants to win in July, mm-hmm. so that people the horses for that specific race and and the fact that he won that that the Durban July um, from three wide was one hell of a, a race and, and 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 I think that's why he was held in such a high regard is it
0: a stretch to say he was the best thoroughbred of his generation
2: i would say he must he's probably the best uh one of the best um in his generation um i, I mean it, 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 you, you don't see a horse win three wide all the way uh, winning the july it, it's just it's something unheard of so it was something special
0: and finally, uh, striker talking about the generation. I understand that there's a new generation of the Stridoms uh, taking to the track this afternoon. Your nephew Kyle at Fairview. Um, what are the expectations there?
2: Yes, um, I, I've got a family, that, and a lot of us are involved in horse racing. My father, mm. obviously, was a jockey. He's now yes. a racing trainer, and my 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 brother became a, a racing trainer. So a job uh, he's. His son decided he wanted to become a jockey, and uh, today he had his first ride. Um, the horse didn't have any, any form to, to, to say that the horse had a chance, and um, well, it ran accordingly. Uh, he did nothing wrong, uh, and the horse ran uh, to its ability. So uh, this was a nice learning curve. I know when I was a apprentice and had my first ride, to me, it was all a blur. I didn't realize that uh, I came to the straight that i must start pushing my horse and encourage it to, to run. Uh, it's all a blur. So um, I think he did a good job. And it, it's nice to see that the, the family's keeping uh, in, in, in the horse racing and, and, and going strong
0: good to hear too that uh, that is Pierre Strydom striker there as we remember at uh, Dynasty let's also hear from Mike Sharkey he's the general manager and stud master at the Richmond Highlands that's where uh, Dynasty now uh, spent his last years
3: well he retired here in 2005 so that's a good few years and and was it an
0: honour how was it just to have him there at Richmond
3: of course he was a he was a real gentleman and he was a very easy horse to work with uh, he came here as a champion racehorse and he he uh, then became a champion sire, and he has been a champion sire his whole life. He's had tremendous amount of um, good horses, Futura, Beach Beauty, Jackson, Act of War, Legislate, Irish Flame, Bella Bella, Nadine Black, and, you know, he's a very, very good horse.
0: And as as you mentioned, he was a champion, but he was also a sire. Does that add to his legacy, the fact that he produced 25 grade one winners?
3: Oh, yes, oh, most definitely. That you know, I mean, there are not many um, stallions that do that. And he had he had received twenty Equus awards, mm. he, and he's a sire of seven Equus champions. I mean, that's that's really going well. A, I I yeah. mean, all champions do that, yeah.
0: And you also say in your statement that um, he was a unique character, a great racehorse, horse, a champion sire, as you mentioned, and an as a, and an ultimate fighter. What was it about his character?
3: He was just a real gentleman. I mean, he never put a foot wrong in all the time he was on the farm here. Uh, He would work as well as you want him to work. And yeah, he was a real gentleman about his work. And yeah, he was just a very easy horse to look after. He had a heart of a lion and he fought right till the end.
0: And how were his last days talking about the end? Did his passing firstly come as a shock? No, he had
3: a colic op in 2011, and then he had this reoccurrence. couple of weeks ago and you know he was an old horse now 19 and he went into hospital and yes I mean we were all expecting him to come home and he was doing so so well and then he just took a turn and yeah and that was it and he left for greener pastures.
0: I understand that he suffered a stroke was he in any pain?
3: No 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 he didn't uh, suffer at all mm. he just had a stroke and that was it
0: and finally, I mean, how would you like Dynasty to be remembered? Does he take his place or should he take his place as one of South Africa's greatest sports stars?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, any, you lose any top soccer player, rugby player, anything. He was a champion racer. He was a champion sire. And he still amongst the best. I mean, Captain L, Al, also gone now. And they were, they were champions all in their own right. But he was a, he was a genuine champion
0: true legend, indeed, there at Dynasty. Uh, that was Mike Sharkey, general manager and studmaster at Richmond Highlands. So let's go to the Lions. Gabello has called us. He wants to comment on Dynasty. cabello, good evening. Thanks for joining us.
4: Hey, no, this is what I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. It's a tough time. And I know you love your horses. I even saw actually on Facebook, because we are friends, and you actually posted about Dynasty. What can you share with us? Uh,
4: there's something that people are always missing about Dynasty. Uh, Machoki and they miss something. Mm. Penesty was a half brother to Host Chestnut. You oh, remember
0: Host Chestnut? Yes, of course I remember Host Chestnut.
4: Yes, they are from the same progeny of Fort Wood, the Their father is Fortewood. Uh-huh. They one from Morito and Kimball. So now, if you remember Host Chestnut, then you will remember dynasty so obviously the project the bloodline says it all that's why like you could it was like such a greatest horse ever and when you talk about this project you talk about Jason bila bila actor mm. of war he produced so much group one winners and it was one of those horses you look forward to and i'm happy that I, last year january I, I went down to cape town to richmond highlands and i was i, I meant I, I had the chance to rap him and Play with him and give him carols, and you know meeting such a great horse. Yeah, and while I'm making the horse racing, is such a pleasure to me. And yeah, like I said, it's, it was one of those saddest moments of, uh, in the horse racing industry.
0: And I think horse chestnut was also 19 when he died in 2015, right? I right. Yeah,
4: horse chestnut died is. in 2015. He was also old, but not that yes. old. I mean, horse life, horse pain is around 25, 28, yeah. 20. Good. So at 19, I I believe, but then remember, he's a stallion, he's standing there, he's waking throughout the season. Dennis was fully booked throughout the season. So you can understand, he was fully, after racing, he was also waking a lot as Mm. a stallion. Mm.
0: No, thanks for that, Cabello. Thanks for uh, that, insi- that, that insight uh, there, man who loves his horses there. Up next, though, we speak to Mr. Kolile Yawa. can see the comments are already coming through. Everybody wants to talk about that 21K, that half marathon in East London there with Matthew Steman as well as Zitulele Singer. So I think we're going to spend a lot of time on that, but we speak to the legendary Mr. Kolile Yawa up next. Feel free to call us at any time on 891 And also we take voice notes on whatsapp on 061-4104-107 our sms line is 40938 Zanzi's sporting milestones moments and stories flashback fridays with tabiso Musea. and we've got one for the road runners today the long distance runners mr yawa good evening sir and thank you very much for joining us on safm and coming all the way to studio to grace us with your presence
5: Yes, yes, yes. yes. Good evening, Tabiso. And then I feel really very privileged to be here. And then I will also would like to say good evening to all your listeners, you know, who are listening to SAFM.
0: Thank you. You seem to be a busy man. What are you up to now? Because a lot of people refer to you as a businessman. And I remember the last time I heard was that you were involved with Care Cure Hospital Management. What are you up to now?
5: Yeah, I think I've been, I know I've been busy during my athletic days, but I think I'm even much more <laughs> busy and now, you know, with all uh, the hospitals, you know, that we are managing, mm. you know, yes, we started with KQO, we built it up and then we went and talked to our good friend, you know, and uh, Mr. Real Dudoy, and then he had his own, he has his own company and then we decided to merge the companies. So now... Uh, there is quite a lot of work, you know, because our footprint, you know, is all over, you know, South Africa. We've got all the hospitals. I think in our niche, you know, as a sub group, we are the biggest in South mm. Africa. You will find us all over South Africa. And then I think we've got around about 15 hospitals now. They are keeping me very, very, very busy, but I've got a capable team, you know, that mm-hmm. are absolutely uh, doing, you know, a fantastic job. You know, So you're one of the facilities. co-founders? Yes, uh-huh. you know, at, at Kecho and then yes. we You on, yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Is there yes. any specific reason you decided to go this route, Mr. Kolele Yawa? It's, it's absolutely very strange, you know, because uh, uh, people were looking at me being in one of the departments of sports and recreation and but I took a different route and then uh, and then I liked it I I, I just wanted to to do something absolutely different you know to what the athletes you know and everybody uh, uh, do and then pursue you know the line you know in management in business
0: and I you also formed the legendary athletes of South
5: Africa organization what is that all about? Yeah, that is also keeping me very, very busy because you would know, you know, that this thing happens across the sporting codes, you know, that uh, people struggle, you know, after their careers, you know, are gone and then they are hitting hard times and then with this des- i decided to form this organization that at least can be able to help athletes you know, to get something here and something there to form an organization that can be able to look after them mm. as a result you know uh we organize you know events for them and then uh, for instance one of them is a uh, krisani mm-hmm. and uh, a games which happens in um sabalele you know right at his village in Sabalele and then the guys are getting something here and something there the organization is still going very very strongly and then it needs i'm i'm appealing you know and mm. that you know we should this guy should get Proper support, you know, from the relevant uh, uh, groupings like uh, your um your ASA, you know, mm-hmm. um we should be recognised. You know, but I know, you know, that Mr. Skosana, a very very capable president of ASA, you know, is listening. I understand, and then he is going to come to us and say. What can I do for
0: you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Another one who listens to our show is Mr. Silomuko and I also know he likes our show and <laughs> from, from KZN. From KZN. <laughs> yes. And talking about ASA Athletic South Africa, in 2013, I remember you organized a march to ASA's offices when James Evans was still running the ship there. What is it that you were not happy about?
5: Yeah, I think there was uh, disorientation, There uh, there was chaos, you know, there was lack of performance, you know, to our, there was, it was chaotic at that stage. And then we felt, you know, that we should be able to intervene and get everything in order, you know, so that, you know, athletes can be able to be recognized, get their rights and then be able to perform without any hindrance or disorganization from and from asa and then i don't think you know uh, at that stage you know there was justice you know on athletes mm. but uh, ever since we intervened i see that there is absolutely a lot of improvement look at, at our sprinters you mm. know uh, they yeah, have really, really 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 i recommend i commend um, the president of Asa, now you know he has taken you know this stance you know of uh, enhancing athletics in South Africa. I really we recognize that.
0: You also have the Kolele Yawa mayoral run in wong I told you you were a busy <laughs> man. How long has this one been going on for, and what is your exact involvement?
5: Yes, um. And then I think that was um, I was re- that was I, th- I think that is a recognition, you know, from the people of Mangaung, you know, uh, because I am a free I'm a naturalized free stater you know, from the Eastern Cape, and then they embraced me, mm-hmm. and then with all my work, you know, that I do uh, that I did for the Free State, they decided to say, okay, we are going to stage a yearly race, you know, for for you, oh. uh, and then it is a very unique race because it deals, you know, with a uh, very very underprivileged and um, uh, children of the farming communities you know they all come in buses we organize a very very nice thing there Mm. and then they participate and then they get something at the end of the day it is getting stronger but uh, our company Mm. Nature Care you know is also sponsoring that race you know and and then I think you know we are going to be stuck with it until in such time it becomes international
0: i was once told that you also gave at some of the trophies that you won in
5: your career to
0: some schools to use them as floating trophies is that correct
5: yes i um i i I try my level best to do something you know wherever and whenever you know i can i gave or i think um i treasure those trophies because they are very very important to me But at the same time, I thought my province, you know, the Eastern Cape is very, very, very important to me as well. Mm. And then... um, then i went to schools over there and then distribute you know uh, all my trophies you know that wow. are, you know to children there to compete for them they are floating trophies now mm-hmm. and then they also improving and then i'm very very proud of that and then uh, i think also my parents are very very proud you know of that because they really 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 um, uh, uh, treasure you know on what i doing you know for the country in general
0: and I'm glad you haven't forgotten the Eastern Cape. Because there's a lot of people <laughs> there uh, somewhere in the free state are claiming you there, but you know where your roots are. But yes. what does Folile Yawa make of the state of long distance running in the country at the moment?
5: Yeah. And then with, in, with due respect, I think that is exactly where we are lacking now, uh, especially in the international stage. Well, I accept the fact and then I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree on the fact that we have improved in sprints and also in field events, you Mm -hmm. know, like your short boots your javelins and everything. We have got really a very, very good presence, you know, in the international stage. You know, but when it comes into middle and long distances, that is where the void is. And then you will see that we no longer have any steeplechasers, you know, mm. that are formidable, that make, you know, the cut and even going to the second round, you know, in the in the, in the the world games. And then we don't have you know, your 3,000-meter meters meter runners, we don't have your 5,000, we don't have your 10,000. And maybe I'm mistaken, maybe I'm, I've been out of this game for a very long time, but I watch we have got absolutely nothing there. That is why I appeal, you know, to answer that there are... Um, legends with the wealth with the wealth of uh, knowledge that can be able to assist and help and in the um and do justice, you know, in those distances because of their. I think they need, you know, to be dropped uh, in, and so that we can be able to unearth more talent and then hone them into readiness for the world, you know, stage.
0: But what made you guys so great at the time you were running in the 80s? There, because you were mm. all household names. It wasn't just you. There was mm. Mathias Nemanne. There was the late Zitulele singer. There was Lop and Fal. uh There were all these guys. And uh, it, this day's long-distance <laughs> running is not a top-five sport like Uh it was during your time. Uh
5: Yeah, I think it was, uh, Tabiso, I think athletics those days, you know, um, I will call it the golden era. Yes. You know, but it was absolutely, there was nothing that people in South Africa watched more than, um, and I think we were ranking um, in the top five, as you mm. for example, but I can say, make an argument and say in the top three, you know, mm. those days. And then that era was absolutely golden uh, because it was not a sprinkle of a pair of people here and there. It was all over South Africa, even in the Eastern Cape, you know, whereby we are disadvantaged, mm. And uh, there were guys like Roger Mbanza, There were uh, guys like uh, Philip Hody. They were very formidable athletes. I am... Uh, then in the western, the, the, in the olden days, western Transvaal, mm. and then your Limpopo—that is where the talent was. It was absolutely very, very difficult to mix it up with the guys you not know, from these provinces. If you're a, a boy coming from the Eastern Cape, it was absolute the breakthrough was. Very, very difficult. So the middle distance runners were in thousands, you know, those mm. days, you know, uh, at any given time in the race, you know, wherever it is, mm. people would fight for 500 runs, 500 runs with 2,000, you know, in a race, 3,000. And then we used to pack, you know, and races even in track
0: yes the yes. stadium used to be packed and i remember peck, peck, we also peck, spoke peck, to check lindsey monday yes. he was telling us how, <laughs> how packed it was uh, for those who've just joined us we are catching up with mm-hmm. the legendary south african long distance runner mr kolile yawa the lines are open feel free to call us at any mm-hmm. time on oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven we also take whatsapp voice notes on oh six one four one oh four one oh seven and our sms line is four oh nine three Eight, so mm-hmm. Mr. Ayawa, what will it take now for us because we're being left behind by the Kenyans? we're being mm-hmm. left behind by the Ethiopians mm-hmm. here? What is it uh, gonna take
5: mm-hmm. um I, I I think you know um we are really, really, really left behind. But I I think, you know, in our era, you know, of uh, the golden era that I'm talking about, Mm. we were absolutely pound for pound, you know, in terms of uh, the times that we were running. In in fact, we were even better, you know, in some instances, because uh, if you remember in 1987, you know, the 10,000 meter... Uh, south african record you know yep. that when i broke a uh, matthew uh, Dale's record here mm. that stood for many 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 years yes. at that time you know in that year you know for the better of of, of 1987 was number one in the world you see and then uh, the kenyans were really really struggling you know and ethiopians it is a very very new thing that they came and be became very, very strong, you know, in the world athletics, you know, with the um, the arrival of Gabriel mm. and then the other guys. You know, we were, you know, pound for pound. But now, um, the only thing, you know, that I think the interest in running has shifted dramatically. And then there are many, many, many things, you know, that are a wedge, you know, between, you know, our young boys and athletics, you know, if they are really perhaps a lack of uh, role models, you know, in, in distance running. And then the other thing that mm. has eaten out of a middle and long distance running, are the ultra distances you know like mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to mention and, sure. and I don't want to but offend. we know what you, you mean know, yeah. and, Yes. So now those are the huge sponsors and then people are encouraged you know to take part and participate. This is you have got oh. to run this thing. So now they have taken a chunk you know out of that. There are incentives. People are groomed you know for those races and then now there is absolutely nothing. For instance you would love Taviso. You mm. know, when Chagile you know and when, when Never, people uh, approach him. They would ask, uh, "Okay, Chakili, you're a sprinter, and uh, um, can you can you beat four dice? <laughs> so now there's a there, um, it's, it's a okay, comparison yeah. which is absolutely disconnect. not disconnect. There's uh, a complete uh, disconnect. Yes. <laughs> Let's go to the lines.
0: We've got somebody that's called us. I understand they know you very well here, uh, Kondile in Mangawung. Good evening.
6: Good evening, uh, Taps and. Uh Girl, uh, <laughs> that's, <my laughs> that's, that's clearly someone that knows you. <laughs>
0: what would you like to say to him?
6: Look, uh you know, with Tom, John, I have, I can't say we're sharing. We are coming from the same plan. I'm a quality. We we we're thinking almost the you know our thinking line is is is, is so. Um, you know, as uh, uh, visible to, to anybody. Mm. He's an activist. Kodile is an activist, he's a businessman, he's a community uh, uh, activist. He, his life is really worth. Amas, in the kid, while he's still alive, mm. he's making a major contribution, obviously not to Mangau, not to the eastern Cape, but to the country. And I think, Amas, uh, uh, i, must, I must say it is. Uh, to your listeners, that uh, you see the the partner that he had in those hospitals? Mm. I think I was supposed to be one of the partners. <laughs> maybe maybe I <maybe> delayed <laughs> because he has been recruiting me for the past six years into business. Ah. He said, "Hey man, this government is yours and these politics and what." Yeah. And then I always say, "You know that man is very very. Uh, 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 he can diversify. Uh. You know, from your supermarkets to to, to your hospital, from hospital." To community work so i i i i, I want to say to uh, keep it up we 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 are looking at your work more than being a a friend a brother but we know the contribution that you are playing uh, uh, nice. in this in this and he, he, he indiscriminately okay. he doesn't mind as to whether this one is from the clan this one is a brother mm. this one is just an ordinary member of the community Kolile is just out there to, to to do his thing. I I, I must say. Okay, I'm thanks pretty-
0: for that, Kondile. We're gonna have to leave it there because people are calling us to speak to uh, Mr. Kolile Yawa here. We've also got Mlu in Lady Smith. Mlu, good evening. Hello. Hello. How are you, Mlu? I'm Mlu. Can you hear Hello. me? Yes, we, we yes, can. Yes, I can hear. Okay, Mr. Kolile Yawa is here. Go ahead.
4: Yes, my brother. How are you?
5: Yes, I'm all right, my brother. How are you?
4: you. You are talking to Eddie from Under Race. I don't know. It's like in the free stage it was a, it was a slogan. Suddenly, when when you sign players, you'll ask a player, "Will you be able to tackle Dr. Kumalo?"
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was a slogan that "Will you be able to tackle uh, Bruce Ford? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, man, thank you very much, man. You know, uh, tell me what are you doing now before I make my comment.
0: Oh, you missed the beginning part. He's a businessman now. And he's even got his yes. own, and there's even a the Kolele Meral run in Mangawung. You must go run there, Eddie.
4: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, now I was worried to say, you know, we can't really lose it, this talent. That was supposed to be maybe hmm. one of the ambassadors for municipalities so that can be can be able to go out there and, you know, and coach young people.
5: Uh, thank you very much my brother
0: thank you for that Eddie uh, there let's go let's go to Mlu and Lady Smith is back with us Mlu uh, good evening
5: uh, good evening sir how are you fine thanks
0: and you
7: good girl I didn't follow much of the conversation but uh, of course if you have a legend you really want to to hear their views you know mm. uh, but, but basically for me uh, 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 you know you know all over the world uh, 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 sports especially road running is actually linked to, 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 to tourism, you know. Mm-hmm. We run all over the world to go around Paris Marathon, New York Marathon, but you never find that in the, in the country, you know. Probably maybe the star marathon really that is, is maybe Cape Town City Marathon. Mm-hmm. So I just want to find out maybe from the legend belt what is possibly the cause of, of that, you know, because I do feel uh, a city like Bloemfontein, you know, that is so central, deserves really to have a star marathon, you know, in terms of road running. Cities like that uh, deserve to have uh, a big race that attracts people, you know. And uh, and what is your view in terms of uh, the, the closure of, uh, of uh, the Peter Marisberg City Marathon, which really attracts big and huge uh, uh, numbers? Uh, I was listening on, on, on the radio.
5: Okay, thank you. Did, you. did you get that Mr. Yao? Yes, I, I I get that. I think the argument is um the people want to see, you know, um cities in South Africa, especially the metros having mm-hmm. their own races and then uh, it's a good thing, you know, and they we we they, I think the cities are working very very hard on that. For instance, if you missed uh, it uh, ma- there is a new race in Mon- Mangaung mm-hmm. um, that is uh, really really um, organized by the province, and then it is called uh, Oartambo Marathon, mm-hmm. and then it has got a marathon, half marathon, and all. You know, everybody is entertained, and then it is doing very 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 well. And then in Cape Town, Ilana Meyer has got her race. There. Oh, yes, it is, she told us yes, about it. Yes, it is be- it is very very popular, and then. Port Elizabeth, there's several races that is where it is a Berlin in of South Africa. That uh-huh. is where records you know, are broken. You know, though it's very, very suitable for record breaking, especially in long distance running. And then Deben, I do not know there was a Deben Marathon in the stage. But I, I think now uh, running has become fashionable, especially long and ultra distance running.
0: Okay, we're going to talk Berlin and records after this break. If you've just joined us, we're catching up with Mr. Kolile Yawa former long-distance runner. You can call us and you can also send us WhatsApp voice notes on 061 4104 107 and call us on 0891 104207. sporting milestones, moments and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. Before we get into some of your records here, Mr. Yawa, there's a question from Zico Smith on Twitter. And Dora from the Western Area, please call us back. We lost you there and we want to take your call. And Zico says, how was the sponsorship back then versus right now? Uh, because he says normally before comrades, many runners are asking for sponsors. And I remember in your days, the mines were involved. The defense force was yes. involved. Uh, Correctional, all these people were involved. Mm-hmm. Is, that Is that what helped the sport at the time?
5: no mm. and then the, it was very very difficult to get sponsorships those days oh. um, so um then the mines you know intervened mm. you know in terms of buying you um show w- are we on a- yes Yes. And then it was extremely very, very difficult to get sponsorships those days. Mm. And then, but fortunately, you know, uh, the companies that we were working for, mm. you know, like your Anglo-American, the mining industry, they sorted out, you know, sorted us out uh, and with uh, sponsorships, uh, running, um, uh, regalia and everything. So it was very, very difficult. You know, they targeted some different groups, you know, the groupings, you know, mm. especially, and remember, you know, we were in very very different uh, era you know at those days you really sweat for you had to be the best in order to be sponsored by all these groups you know the sponsorship either than these days a person does nothing and then he's absolutely not recognized at all but Mm. the very first thing you know that he wants is a sponsorship Uh you know which is i think you know there is no justice there and then you have got to show you know that you can be able to do something before before you you get the sponsorship to to be rewarded okay i want to go to exactly. the lines
0: quickly before we lose Dora because I understand she had to go on top of the house to make this call because <laughs> of the network. Dora good evening thanks for joining us. Hi,
4: Hi good evening.
0: Good evening
5: Dora. Yes good evening
4: sister. <laughs> good I'm
5: fine I'm fine how are you doing?
4: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> what would you like yes, to say? Um, I beg your pardon? No, I was I was saying, what would you like to say to Mr. Kolile Yawa? I
4: uh, was well, just to say uh, congratulations to him and to all of the, all his achievements, and I'm so happy and I'm I'm proud of of of, of you guys for inviting our legends, and you know having uh, to document them while they're still alive uh, It's a form of also recognition, uh, making them be recognized because. You know, mm. Our youngsters at at, at this moment, they don't know our athletes' uh, uh, legends. So for me, it's like I've been working with Mr. Yawa and he's a very humble and honest somebody that I've been working with. So I would like to say may God bless him and he must continue to do what he's doing best. And he is my president, by the way, for the legendary Asis (laughs) of (laughs) South
0: Africa. Nice one. Thank you for that call, Dora. And also now, we haven't even got to your career. I mean, you won the 10,000 meters at the national champs nine times, including six in a row. When you look back, how big an achievement was that? And why did you dominate like that?
5: Yeah, I, I, (laughs) I think it was absolutely very, very difficult you know, to be able to get to that point because competition was very, very, very tight. Mm. I think, you know, um, looking at other guys, like, especially my rival, Matthew Stimani, and then I recognized that he was absolutely not built, you know, for longer, you know, distances. Mm. And then I said, no, if I want to make a difference in South African and and, uh, athletics, I have got to. bite, you know, in 10,000 meters. And then I really, 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 really um, had a very, very good coach in uh, in my uh, Mr. Classic Harden Ace. Mm -hmm. And then we sat down and planned and said, no, we are going to bite in this race. And then we just sat and prepared for it year after year after year after year. It was difficult i remember you know i won it for the first time mm-hmm. the second time but the third time was extremely difficult you know i was away you know with injury and then i had guys like Plages. Plages, yes, was yes. a was long Mark distance. Plages? Uh, Mark was yes, Yeah, I he was a long distance runner he was in marathons but he decided to get into the right but mm. i think he sensed that i was not ready mm. but i was just struggling, you know, but my presence, you know, because they they were very, very, a little bit uh, scared, mm. you know, and then they punched with me, not recognizing that I was out.
0: <laughs> Talking about Matthews the man, you you once thought, you once said that he was one of your idols. Uh, you thought he was unbeatable at some stage.
5: Yeah, I think he is the prince of uh, South African uh, distance running. Mm. I still admire the guy. I still idolize the guy. You know, he taught me, you know, how to behave. He taught me how to um to be humble, you know, in the, in your sport. He taught me many, many, many things. How to respect, and at the same time, without any doubt, I've never seen, you know, an athlete, you know, as versatile as him. A person that can run all distances from 800 meters to 10,000 meters and up to 21. Remember, mm. he's a, a core. A uh, world record holder, you know, and, and at that stage, oh. you know, him between him and seeing uh, oh. there is absolutely nothing, no guy, you know, that could, you know, take that status, you know, that is occupied by me. He is my Are you still in touch? Yes, 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 yes. Although he is changing, um, you just get. Uh, used to this uh, uh, SIM card and, and then, then the next time he changes. Because he's on the then road. Then he's a <laughs> driver. He's
0: a truck driver, <laughs> Matisse Temane. And we found him. We found him. <laughs> really? You Let's did. hear from Mathis <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: Yeah, well, I met him in early, early 80s when we were still working at the mines. We were having uh, inter-inter-inter minds every year. Yawa was uh, was the junior of, of Mr. Matiwani. Matiwani was running the staple chase. You know, I was so glad because myself and Yawa, we were the first springbok uh, getting, uh, I mean, we were first runners getting the springbok uh, in the cross-country track and the road. I was running 5,000, 10,000, 10 kilometers up to half marathons cross country. I was doubling already the, the races every year. Yawa came nowhere. He beat me like I don't know. Yawa was fresh on that time. He beat me one day on no on on, on 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 the ten kilometers, out sprinting me. We were met again in the cross country. Yawa came behind me, just out sprinting me again. But on that time, I was tired because I was uh, I, 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 I I ran three races in one day on the triple crown so as from then yes yawa gave me a tough all the way because they were having a good team in, 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 in present brand but yawa get me really i don't know how did he get me but he beat me like i don't know
0: ah that is the legendary Metis Timani. he must also come on this show here's another one chakilin Mande.
8: We and I met at uh, the mining industry. We were both waiting for, he was waiting for President Brandt, I was waiting for President Stain. Uh, the most uh, important thing that I can uh, say to you is that every time when you are with Koyal Yawa, a very reserved at heaven, a very humble thing, and he will sleep the whole day. If the race is tomorrow, you will never see him today, as a French Friday, you will never see him before the race. You won't even go for a, bre- a, a lunch or a dinner. You'll only see him tomorrow morning when he goes out for his interview. But a, a, a very, very humble person. You'll never see him, you know, with these people arguing, uh, involved in arguments and things like that. He's that, not that kind of a person. That's the hour for you. Very, very composed. For his team, he will do everything. Because remember that the, the middle and long distance running athletes, you need pace for that. And he will carry them along. You will move from the first place, you will go back to go and collect your faces, so that you can push forward with all of those. Uh, the most important part was uh, the, the teamwork. You know, in, in athletics, in the long day and middle distance, they take the best four athletes, and uh, you have to be four of the best. So probably they will leave your place, and then you go back and collect the others from the dead, and then push with them.
0: Mzansi's Sporting Milestones, Moments and Stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musiya. Still Catching up with Mr. Kolile Yawa. Now, 1987 is considered by many as one of the great years of road running in SA. And there's a race that everybody talks about in East London where Metustemane just beat the late Zitule Lessing to the line. You came third, all in world record time. I'm sure you remember that like it was yesterday.
5: I remember that as it was yesterday. I think, you know, um, at that stage, you know, at the standard that I was in, I was absolutely very 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 um uh, in a very very high standard i think i was arrogant you know um Mm. and then approaching that race because i took it by the scruffle of the neck from the beginning you see and then i wanted i i hung the guys and there was also yan tao you know Mm. who was so instrumental we were both leading the race um, but uh, Zitulele and uh, Matthews, you know, they were very, very uh, conservative, you know, in the way, you know, there are. they were absolutely, you could see the concentration. That race was not a child's play. It was one of the best races in the world, you know, at that stage. And then uh, when three kilometers to go, I was absolutely, I think I exhausted myself uh-huh. and then it was absolutely so, but I said, no, let me hang on. I, And then when, when i arrived there they told me you are at 60 51 and then i was so surprised then what about the two guys <laughs> <laughs> 60.11 60, 60, 60, 60, 60. 60, both of them that was 60.11 all of oh it was uh, it was crazy i think we were crazy that year and uh, and um, you were the favorite and, and, the, was and you expected to break the I world was, record. In fact, I was a, a defending champion because uh-huh. I set a new South African record in Durban, you know, the previous year. And you crushed it and, and then I said, no, I just wanted to I just wanted to do better. I wanted to dip under 60 at that mm. stage. But I think my tactics, you know, were absolutely not right. But I was very, very glad at least to be uh, amongst the three people that broke, you know, the world record. Is
0: that the same year you received the presidential award? from the then president P.W. Botha, because considering that the apartheid system was in place at the time well, it was probably something unusual for a black athlete to be recognized by that
5: government it was a very big <laughs> surprise for me. and then and then uh, I got you know this presidential um acknowledgement, and uh, we were told that myself and uh, Brian Michel, that is the yes. boxer, yeah, we are now uh, asked by them, who's the president? You know that was a PVA, <laughs> you know the 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 finger shaking you know type oh. of <laughs> And uh, we were there, and uh, it was, the house was absolutely very, very, you see, I'm telling you, they just lighted that house because mm. all the guys that were there were white. And then I was just there, you know, as a, I was so light to be so very, very light. You know, if I might tell you, I think I was weighing at that stage between 49 and 50 in terms of weight. And uh, uh, the cutlery and cro- and crockery that was used there mm. was so heavy. It was expensive. <laughs> and then I battled, you know, to find my way into my meat and everything else because those things were very very heavy for my uh, for my weight and then but i i came through that, is unbelievable. Um, that was absolutely unbelievable let's and move to 92. Let's move, yes. to 92 let's move to 92 olympic
0: games barcelona first integrated sports team to go there mm-hmm. uh, you made it to the final of the men's ten thousand meters and you came 13th what was the goal for you going to barcelona and what do you make of your performance
5: yeah as a dominating force in ten thousand meters you know i deserve but qualifying the qualifying standard was very 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 they put it very very high Mm. but we qualify you had to qualify twice and then we went there the problem you know at that stage it was on and off you are going you are not going you are going you are not going you know there. it was a political hot Ah. potato at that stage and then we didn't prepare for um for our distance because it was winter here this side and then the olympics were in summer and then we didn't get a proper uh, Preparations and arrangements, mm. and I think you know I should have done better. You know at that. Same. And remember, we were working; we were not full-time athletes. Oh, you, you know, were not and, professionals. And, uh, we were not professionals. You know, but our times and everything else were saying otherwise. You see, in comparison with the people that are full-time now, that are battling to beat even the the record that I set in 1987. Yeah. You know, that is still here, and then it not beaten in, in South Africa. South Africa it was only beaten yeah, by Henry Gramala outside of the, the country. Gr- I am really, really urging the people to beat that time here in South Africa. How
0: big was 1993 for you, winning the Berlin Marathon?
5: Yeah, well, we were—I was an uh, underdog, you know. People were absolutely never uh, heard about me, and uh, um, the day was very, very windy, and that. But I was so mm. determined. I just wanted to win that race, you know, at all. But people are saying uh, Berlin is grand prix you see you can yes. say it is one of the four of the biggest one High of profile. the four biggest you know and races in the world you know if you have won that you know it means that the world recognizes you and then i won that you know um, by imagine a very very big, beating the whole world i think we were more than uh 70, 000, you yes. know people that participated there and then all Africa, Japan, the whole world was there and then but at least you know um, I was prepared and then I prevailed.
0: What happened in Atlanta 1996 because you didn't run? But you were yeah.
5: There. Instead, I resorted to coaching <laughs> the guys, you know, preparing them for the race, and then unfortunately, you know, in 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 Atlanta, I had you know a stress fracture that present that prevented me from uh, uh, finishing, you know, the the, the race. But mm. at the same time, we did well, you know, South Africa. We were the team prize winners, and then also uh, uh, we got a gold medal, which is going. To, I do not know. It is going to take generations before we got another gold medal in a marathon in, in a marathon race in the olympic games
0: i understand you also received the freedom of a city called peoria in illinois uh, next to chicago there how did that come about yeah
5: that was a big surprise the council you know just uh, uh, uh told me that uh, you um are gonna be presented with this um, uh, um, medal of honor and then we, f- we flew from here you know to peoria and then um, the council was there, and then um, we were, I was given this uh, accolade, which, you know, it is there, it is framed. And then I just treasure that, you know, because, you know, I was recognized elsewhere, you know, and, but still, I really haven't got anything here, you know, so far.
0: Do you, I was about to ask, do you feel that you get the respect that you deserve here in your own country?
5: Ah oh, well, you know, um, I think South Africa has got its own way, you know, of doing things. You know, I don't think you know the people that have really, really, really uh, made South Africa proud, you know, in many, many ways, uh, have been properly recognised, and then because we have done. The best we can you know to put South Africa in the map and then I've got no regrets you know that mm. I, I I have done everything in my power you know to contribute and then entertain you know South Africans you know in our days you know they remained entertained and then they still remember us you know all those who have mm. been gone for many 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 years people still think about us and then they recognize us ordinary people in the streets
0: and that's why we brought you here Mr. Tole Yawa to recognize you and give you the respect that you deserve time. <laughs> has flown by so fast here. Yeah. Uh, David Timtoons in Mabato is listening to us, says, I think athletics in our country has suffered the same fate like soccer since the dawn of democracy and I wonder if that could have anything to do with what Kolile is talking about and uh, uh, yeah, and then somebody on Twitter says, I never get tired of hearing stories about how these legends used to race. My dad was still on the come up. Their time still amaze me considering their limited resources. What's that record in the 10,000 meters? 24. 27, 39, and 65 seconds.
5: Exactly. Yo. Exactly. exactly.
0: That, that is unbelievable. That's why it's not been broken here in South mm-hmm. Africa. In the 10,000 meters
5: yeah sure. that, that's that's good that's really quite tough you work very 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 hard sleepless nights you know in order to achieve you know that kind but now it is even lower i think they are in the 25s now uh, you know, um but at you that know, time record. it must but have at been at that an, time yes yeah, it was Sunday. it was time. always number one you know uh, time you know that, that 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 year you know until the guys you know came along and then uh, started running faster
0: Mr. Kuleyawa, we can never have enough time for our legends it always feels like we should change people but that's the only time that we have an hour thank you very much for coming all the way to studio to talk to the listeners and to grace us with your presence
5: thank you very much Tarizzo. thank you for inviting me and then thank you for uh, the listeners you know at home you know listening to this
0: and we'll put up the podcast first thing monday morning for those who've just joined us late that's our time folks it's time